Welcome to another episode of the Damage Per Second Podcast with your homie, Gaming Forte. Back from vacation, back for another Thursday. Was on hiatus for the last couple of weeks because of said vacation. But with that being said, I know someone want to ask me about it. Um, I have the man, the myth, the legend, the man, the many slaps, the man that did not make a video, even though I thought he did. He just live streamed over the last couple of weeks. Slumber backslap once again for take two. How are you doing, sir? You <laughs> like had to throw the take two in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good. I just looked in the chat and Capone said, "This is why Forte is a console game." <laughs> That's funny. Um, but no, uh, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. It's uh, it's been a a very very busy day. Uh, picked up a new GPU for my son's PC. Uh, going to be uh getting him all squared away tonight after the show. Hopefully, um, he'll be. He'll be, uh, before he goes off to the in-laws for the weekend, he'll get a little game and then uh, get a little familiar with, with PC life. You know, he's been having an Xbox um, up until now. He has an Xbox. He also has an Nintendo. What's the what's the Switch Lite? So he, has, so he has a Nintendo Switch Lite. Oh, he has, um, he has a really good system. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> he said, and, um, okay. <laughs> Now he's been he's been really kind of like he he he's needed a PC for school, so it's just been like you know what you need it for school um, before we get into this fall and you get back into the school year. Let me go ahead and build you something that can do both. You know you got uh-huh. school, you got games, you got everything that you need. And then he's he was gracious enough to give his uh, Xbox Series S to his little sister, who is super excited to have her own Xbox and. Yeah, uh, no, that's right. Me and her spent a couple hours trying to get her a gamer tag that didn't um, have her having uh, numbers at the end of it, which took forever. I mean, like, like they've changed gamer tags now. It used to be if you tried to do someone's a gamer tag that someone else already had, then it's a wrap. You can't take it. Now they change things. They broaden it up a little bit where you can get that. They're just going to automatically throw some numbers on uh, at, at the end of it. And she's like, well, I'm not going to remember those numbers. I don't want those numbers. I was like, you know what? I agree. You know, I don't, I, I, I am anti-numbers in my gamer tag. It's just like, I am you know, too. Slow, slow-mo backstab on everything. It's like, it's never taken. It's always, you know, it's, 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 it's always good to go. So, so we got, we got our gamer tag. It took, it took like two hours. And then I had to run out the, the, the best buy to pick up the GPU. I got, I got, uh, my son, the Intel Arc A750, which is, you know, like it's a it's a nice little entry level GPU. I wanted to give Intel a shot. You know, especially considering a lot of the more recent benchmarks have shown that the firmware has been uh, the the drivers have been have been updated, and it's it's very competitive compared to AMD and Nvidia in that price range. So we'll see how he likes it. But that's all I've been really doing. That and playing games. I beat Final Fantasy sixteen. I know we're gonna get into that, and. Yeah. Uh, you what, talk I about that. Do, what I want to do, because Oxenfree 2 comes out on the 12th of this month. Yeah. So I got like six days, technically. I mean, it's already the six is almost over. So technically five days. But I want to replay through Oxenfree 1 um, and play that again and then play Oxenfree 2. So oh, there's okay. that. And I still got to finish Jedi Survivor. I got to do the Forspoken expansion. I got a lot to play. I need to play Battlefield. 
You do. Right. You see the game. You see that gameplay. It's so good. Yeah, so good. Everyone's it but me. I finally uninstalled Call of Duty because I hadn't played it in like over a month. And it's just like. Then why I, are you I, doing I, this to yourself? It's it's like I play it solo and I'm and 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 I'm all right, but it's just it's not the same as, as playing when I'm playing with a group of people. So uninstall that, and uh, I, I need to play Battlefield with some people before I uninstall that one too. So that's that's all I really been. Doing Who do you want to play Battlefield, man. sir? Hey, look, uh, can't do can't do tonight because I got to put this piece. Well, in I know that. Right. You want to do want to do it tomorrow? Yeah, so tomorrow. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna I, be I, free. I you know, um, work is real light right now, and uh, the kids will be. I can play some Battlefield. So. I can play Battlefield with you tomorrow. All right, we we'll see about that. I'm a, I'm a live streaming. I'm a live streaming. I'm gonna live stream too, so we could go dump on people. Shoot, you be dumping on people. I, I'm gonna be in your backpack. Man. Be in Battlefield. I if I can catch people, just gotta know where you just gotta go to where the action is. I, I I do, and I be I, and I be killing people, but then it just be like it be these moments where it's just like I just get ran over by like a truck, or <laughs> <laughs> shot by like some chopper, tank just roll out of nowhere, blow me. I'm just like man, see, it's, it's I I'm not down with the vehicle stuff. You know, like even when we play Halo, like I hate the maps where there's vehicles because because you know what's going to happen. We can start crushing. You see, you see what I got in my that's a rocket. Uh, that rocket hit the gate. Yeah, that was the most stupidest thing in the world. A rocket that hit the gate. Well, you know, it's not real life, Forte. It you still know. hit the gate. It, you know, it, it's not gonna go through the gate. It should go through the gate. Well, it's frostbite engine. What should, what oh expect? shoot. Rest in peace, Dizzy. Rest in peace, Dizzy. Rest in peace, Dizzy. <laughs> but yes, it's frostbite engine. But what do you expect, man? Of course that gate is indestructible. Anyway. <laughs> I was mad when I said, "What's this gate? This gate is impenetrable." <laughs> oh uh, man. man! Well, let's let's get into it, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to get into it. Let's go. Let's go. No, nah, man. But um, first of all, it's good to be here. But yeah, you you were asking how I caught um a semi cold. Oh yeah, yeah. How do you get a cold and 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 sunburn? So Michigan, when I left it was about uh, 78 degrees, 78 degrees, okay. borderline 80, went straight to Miami. Miami was 102. Ooh. So that, <laughs> so, you know, we went to Miami for the first night and stayed there because our, it was a Sunday and our uh, ship boarding was until Monday. Mm-hmm. So I was, um, it was, it was, it was, that was probably the beginning of it. Got on the boat. Boat was a nice day, no rain, no nothing, but it was about, I think it was about 85 to 90 out on the ocean and stuff. And, but going in and out of the, out of the rooms, like, it's like a huge temperature drop. Like you walk into just parts oh, of the, the rooms ship. Are like, like super oh, AC you're talking about, I, the, like an ice box, bro. It was beautiful. It, it felt so good after being outside for like 20, 30 minutes. You walk in there, felt like the, the, the hand of God put ice on you was like here you are my son it was so it was great but that happened consistently over the course of the whole week and then when we went to so we went to uh their private um their private beach their private uh island um half moon k 
which was cool, but it was hot as hell out there getting in and out of the water. It was like 96 degrees out there on the beach. Um, that's where I caught sunburn at. So I caught sunburn first out in 96 degree <laughs> in the middle of, in the middle of the Caribbean or the, the Bahamas caught it. Then, then another day at sea with rain, then Bahamas and the day that I took the picture and the day, and let me tell you how that happened. Have you been on a cruise before summer? I've been on a few. Yeah. Okay. You've been on a few. So, you know, when you pull into a port, a port of call, like the Bahamas or something like that, they just, you know, the ship pulls in, you see everything around you and everything. So when I wake up, all I see is this giant, massive warship on the side of our boat. <laughs> I, it's like, cause we got a balcony. So we're sitting there and all, and my wife was like, Shannon, look. And I was like, what is that? And all you see is because all I know, woke up and saw was the giant one on the side of it. And I was like, what is that? She's like, I think that's an American warship. So I'm looking at it like you see guys. I said, you see guys on the on the on the deck with like automatic rifles and stuff. And another guy was jogging around the whole deck of the ship. It was like it was like the most incredible thing in the world. I, like I've never seen a ship up close that personal and stuff. And um. We were probably a good uh, 30 feet away from it on water. Like, cause it was literally right there, 30 feet away. Like they were that close to each other before they, you know, the, the couple of pictures I got for where it's further away, they finally docked on the other side of the port away from it because you had to go that way to get into it. So that was cool, but it rained that whole day in NASA in uh, the Bahamas, the whole day. And you're talking about, rainy when it was i think it was like 92 degrees it rained for like an hour and a half while we were there so you were soaking wet and then it would stop raining and then going back to the ship it would rain more and as we were getting back onto the boat out of 96 degree weather soaking wet from the rain walking into an air-conditioned ship it was just bad after that it was terrible. And then I had to sit. Then we came home. And I think this is what really got me. The air pollution, you know, because of all the, you know, the wildfires up north, because I'm closer to everything because I'm in Michigan. Mm -hmm. As soon as I got off the plane slow-mo from um, Miami back to Michigan, I instantly started coughing. And literally, it, it was like a hard thing to kind of br not breathe, but you could definitely tell that it was like a little more suffocating because of the air quality. Yeah, yeah I've been coughing and sneezing all day. So that yeah, advanced, that that, that that made it even worse. It did it just instantly. Then did, did all of a sudden, I just got full blown sick for like two or three days. And then I'm taking a shower, and I feel like knives have scratched my arms because I never had sunburn before. So yeah, it's really interesting <laughs> to know how you get sunburn. And you get sick and a cold all at the same freaking time. So, so, so the, to 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 let the uh, the audience know that black people need sun sun sunscreen too. Okay? Yes, they do. You know, melanin don't protect you from from, no. from your skin cracking off. Okay. Oh no, no, I, I I it looks better now, but literally for like a like like I'm looking at it now, like up until two days ago. All I could see on both of my shoulders was just 
my skin just like flaking and stuff. And uh, just kept putting like lotion and like, you know, conditioner and stuff on to make it like go away faster, which it's starting to do. But oh no, bro, just because you question for you. Just because um, you're a little dark don't mean you ain't gonna catch hey, it like anybody else. You know, what's the FTX? What you mean? You said uh um did Xbox prove one of the topics is Oh yeah, what is FT? FTX wrong. What is FTX? I, I don't know, man. I thought I that know. might have been like a, some kind of new it uh, is. visual technique they put in. I don't know what that is. I don't know what are you sure that says FTX? Uh yeah. The no, you're not. Sees it. Yeah. No, they I don't. They don't see that. Uh, did you just fix it? Is that no. why you're acting like it's it's not there? No, I don't know. No, I didn't fix anything, sir. Didn't fix anything. <sighs> don't know yes, what you're talking yes, about. Yes, 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 Capono, he is. Um, um, yeah, yeah, you fixed it. By the way, you might want to also fix the title of the video because you got is Final <laughs> Fantasy 16 a Final Fantasy Games. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, a lot of stuff was happening real fast because I had no power last night. <laughs> I was trying to do everything on the fly while I was at work. <sighs> I'll fix that though. Um, but that's no. That's a good segue. That's a good segue. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about Final Fantasy. Yeah, let's talk about Final Fantasy. So, Slomo, there's been a lot of conversations out here about Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, first of all, I know you've been playing it since day one. I didn't get a chance to, I played a little bit of it because when mm. I got home from, <laughs> from vacation, I just, you just heard the story about how I got sick. If I was the, would you believe if I told you this is literally the first time I turned my PC on since I've been home Monday? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. This is the first time I turned it on. I haven't turned my PC on since, but, um, with that being said, um, <clears throat> I did play about three hours of it. Loving every bit of it. It's really, you, really did good. You, did you play the deck? I couldn't remember if you played the demo or not. I did. So did you just pick up from where you start, yep. where you were? I okay. sure did. Okay. So yep. you're probably, you're, you're still like in the, you're still in the, uh, Clive is a, is a, is a young, young yes. buck. Yes, a young stage. buck. Yep, yeah. still in the young buck stage. And with that being said, Slow, please tell me, tell me, first of all, your experiences with Final Fantasy sixteen. And um, then we can dive into all of the the crazy talk that's going on about the game not being a Final Fantasy game. Um, well, sure, yeah, yeah. So, uh, or however you want to tackle it. Um, yeah, cool. Um, by the way, y'all got absolutely slaughtered in that Battlefield game. I just, you sure did. Did you notice how yeah. many kills I had? Did you see how many the team got? Oh, so so there's no I in team, but there's definitely a me. <laughs> oh, it's definitely a me, but it's not my fault. Right. <laughs> um. Oh, oh, did you did you get the gameplay? I sent you. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, I did. Cool. Just Let me sure. get it. All right. Um. So, I beat Final Fantasy 16 today. Earlier today. Uh. Um. Early in the morning, I was close to finishing it last night, but I started to doze, and I was just like, you know what? Uh, it's about one in the morning. I ain't gonna be able to finish it. Uh. So I did, you know, pick it up. Uh, and did the final, the final uh, quest or whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, early this morning. So I, I, I played a total of, I believe PlayStation says my time was sixty-two hours. Oh, that's and... not, that's a... say what? I said that's actually more than I thought it you would have been at. 
Oh no, I mean, cause like I, I, I could, you could probably beat the game in like thirty to forty hours. No, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I know you could beat but, it in thirty to forty, but you, you did a lot of stuff. Yeah, so I was doing a lot of the side quests, and I was doing a lot of the what I personally enjoyed the most was the monster hunts. So you could, you could, this like this, this there's a a, a Moogle, um, that is uh, standing in in your base, standing by this uh, board. And it's a monster board, and it's just like they they got like almost kind of like when you got a bounty out on on in in a game against like an outlaw or something. There's like a bounty board for monsters, and I didn't even know it was a thing honestly until I was just like out in the open world and I ran into one <laughs> by accident, and I just knew by the way it appeared. Because it was just like the monster did a little freeze, like like he was like posing for the camera, and then it had his grade of like how how difficult he would be, and it said an A, and I was like, oh, okay, you definitely different. So I so I had to you know make sure I was on my P's and Q's, but um, let, let me I, I'll tackle my thoughts on the game, and then I'll tackle the whole question of is this a Final Fantasy game or not. So. I like the story. The story's very good. Clive uh, Rosfeld is a awesome protagonist, and I think the writing of of him combined with his voice actor, his voice actor, need, need, he definitely needs to be in the VGAs for for they have voice actor of the year award. They do that. Do the guy, the voice actor for Clive Rosfeld, better be there. Like he this this needs to be his year, right? Um he he did an awesome job. I I really enjoyed the story and, and I think this kind of game where a departure from typical Final Fantasy games where you're only controlling one person the entire time and literally every there 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 I mean there are subplots to the story but they aren't as deep or like they don't spend as much time on those things as they do spend on what's going on with Clive, what's going on with his family or with, you know, the things that he's dealing with in that current moment. And so it would not have worked if the character, the voice actor and the writing wasn't all on point. So I got to give him um, props for that because he's, He's a cool character. I, I really liked I really liked him. I like Jill. Some controversy online about Jill not getting the proper respect she deserved. Like this isn't. She's a side character, bro. Like it's 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 like it's funny because when we see female protagonists in games and they they're the front and center, we never say, "Hey, that that guy that's helping her out," you know. That guy doesn't get a proper storyline. I mean, like we we understand Jill backstory and stuff. So, like, I think kind of some of that stuff is just a bit uh, overblown. People always got find something to complain about. And the thing is that, like, but this isn't a perfect game. There is, I wouldn't say plenty to complain about, but there is a substantial amount of things that you can complain about this game. And Jill not having a proper fleshed out side story, it ain't it. It's just it, it just isn't. We can get into how it's a Final Fantasy game, but the RPG elements are very light. Uh, you, you're not going to be able to use, uh, have buffs and debuffs. You're not going to be able to use elements 
uh, uh, elemental weaknesses to enemies that clearly are strong in, in one element or another. You, you know, you, you got the bombs that are made out of fire. You would think hitting them with ice would, you know, put them into a stagger stage or uh, put them down so they could then, you know, be, you know, really wailed on. It doesn't really do it. It doesn't, it's not really about that. And I actually spoke with, in a Twitter space, of all places, the, what's this guy's role? Uh, he was like the, kind of like a community manager for Square Enix. And he, um, he was, he saw the Twitter space. Um, shout out to Brian who who was running it, and I, people were just in there discussing the game. He was in there talking about it, and when he said we talked about the combat, he specifically said that yes, a lot of those elements that you see from a lot of RPGs are missing, but what they way they focus the combat, they focus it around stagger, uh, the sta a stagger system. Staggering the enemy is what you want to do, and how how you how you would like to to approach combat and focus on things. And it's really a, around that and the icon. So for us Final Fantasy fans, you know we you get your summons and there's there's certain summons that you always you know, you, you always get Ramu, you get Ifrit, uh Shiva, whoever, right? These are the same uh they're summon, they're, they're the original cast. Right. You'll see it in every Final Fantasy game. And they are here as well, but I like the way they implemented them here. So, like, you'll have, essentially, like, there is a dominant. They call them a dominant, but what a dominant is is, like, the holder of that summon. So, there's, like, for on the screen right now, Clyde's about to fight this dude, and this dude is the holder of the dominant of Titan. So he's got the Titan summon. So he has to just transform into it if he wants to. And that's why the boss battles are so freaking epic. Because they they always go from Clive fighting a dude or a woman, whoever, right? And then it just escalates and escalates. And then next thing you know, they've transformed into their summons, their icons, and their they're icon going battles. at it. The battles are epic. They're great. Absolutely. I, I don't have it recorded of the, the, the Titan versus Ifrit fight, but that fight's freaking epic. And that's like the, the great stuff about this game. Really good story. Epic boss fights. The combat is good despite it not being, well, some people want from a Final Fantasy game. A lot of people want a turn-based game. Period. And I've always been like, if it's good combat, I don't care. Like, I actually, right. I think this combat's good. I don't think it's as good as Final Fantasy VII Remake's combat. That combat, especially... In, like, I think that's the, the real combat right there now. Brother, shoot. Ooh, that's the good way, combat. The, the synergy system they, they added to it with um the intermission with Yuffie, it's Chef's Kiss is great. And I like that. And I like this combat. But I like that combat more because that one still has a lot of it. It allows me to switch to other party members, and it also does still focus on a lot of the traditional things you see in RPGs with like elements and debuffs and, and buffs and stuff like that. So all that out the way, the biggest I would say drawbacks to this one: the performance is disappointing, and 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 you know I always say that I'll double up on the game if I really, really like a game. I, As of right now, I, I really, really like Final Fantasy 16 to the point that when it comes out on PC, I'm going to get it again. 
because I want to play it at a better frame rate. Oh, you want to play it more than 34 but, frames per second? Brother, I'm talking about, yo, sometimes you know, like I, feel like I feel like I'm, I'm running in molasses. Like the what about that 720p? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you get in the combat and the resolution drops the set to as low as seven. It doesn't. It's not always seven twenty. I know. It'll I drop, it's just a joke. Yeah, it'll drop as as low as seven twenty p. How does that look like? Um, how does that look like? On, well, you're not playing on a OLED. You're playing on your monitor, right? Yeah, I'm playing on the. I played the whole game on my Gigabyte M twenty eight U four K monitor. It's like hundred and um hundred and forty four so hertz. So yeah. the so and that's the thing. I always wonder because I need to talk to somebody that plays on a giant OLED. So because when a game goes from four, and, and, and shout yeah, out to you part, for that probably looks hideous. I was gonna say that, shout yeah. out to you for naming your <laughs> naming your the file four K ish. I was looking. I was looking like what resolution is this? And before I can put it in the right thing, and I was like, it says four four K. Hey yo, hey yo, yo, look, look. This is this is this is. I I don't. I, I wasn't taking the shot at Final Fantasy 16. It's clearly not 4K. So 4K is right. So, but this is what I do when I when I record stuff. If I record it in a resolution, I'm gonna put it because like I need to know what resolution the file is, especially when I like I, I go if I'm doing like I'm a slow mo, we doing DPS. I need to put the file on the screen. I I don't want to have to go check properties to see if this is a 1440p um um resolution uh, uh gameplay or 4K. But with a straight 4K, I like I always put 4K ish. When I know, like the game, it really, really wasn't running at 4K, but the 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 render of this of this recording <laughs> it's is 4K. <laughs> so so it is I, what it is, right? I had to think about it as when I was around. I said, "Wait a minute, this is on PlayStation 5, so it has to be 4K." Then I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, it nah. does drop the 720p, so it's, it's, it's like a mixture of a bunch." Even of in quality mode, it doesn't really actually hit 4K. And I I didn't play it in that, but I did see a lot of like uh like VG Tech. I think VG Tech did a video on it, and so the Digital Foundry, and it's like it it's it, it looks good. And like don't get me wrong, visually the character models look great. Um. And the environments look really good. Like the environments are really cool looking, and and they're and, and they're varied. Like it's not just one biome or one landmass. It is kind of like two. It's, the map is two landmasses, but you you mm -hmm. have your desert, you have your forest, you'll have your like desolate dead area where it's just like everything's dead. It's just real rocky. It has all kinds of different kind of uh, of um, places that, that that you'll see. But and they all look great visually, but it's like when it starts moving, you start to see that blur and the the motion blur of this game. I didn't get the update till today to turn the motion blur. I'm about to say, yeah, I know you turned that off as soon as you could. But it, 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 it's like I'm, I'm almost done with the game. It's like I've been playing it with like motion blur on maximum. Motion blur is is rough, but. <laughs> The performance is just, it's just not, it's, it, it, it does stabilize and stick to mostly 60 when you're in combat, but it's just like outside of, it's, it's mostly when you're outside of combat and you're walking around, there's that, and then like, it does this thing, I don't understand why they didn't have a toggle 
to to sprint because it's just like I don't know why like like you you're leaving a town. There's a town called I think it's called Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Something pool, Riverpool, something like that. But I'm old. I would I will always go to this town. It's like connected by that's not it. Martha's Rest. That's it. And it's like it's connected by these two bridges that um that connect the entrances into the town. And they're like long walkways. I want to just run over them. And I can't because the game is like I have to be just moving forward for like 10 seconds before it activate sprint and then don't let like something trip me up or or you know or whatever i go into my menu and check something that whole process starts over again like it's like a little my it's a little minor annoyance but i just don't understand how this game was like qa tested and people didn't find that annoying like i don't understand why what the purpose of it is but there's that there's I'm trying to figure out how people didn't get epilepsy from playing this game. It's so much stuff that's going. <laughs> I, that's the first thing I noticed when I played the game, and especially looking at this fight, I'm like, man, somebody, somebody literally had a seizure, man. That's around with this game. Look at all. It's like you can barely make out where your character is half the time. There, there's sometimes when so like you can um, and there's this is they call like like the berserker ring. And uh, sh- shout out to to uh, Jay Barry. Jay Barry is the one that put me on to it. Because, like, I got the ring, and I just kind of let it sit in my inventory. I wasn't mm-hmm. really thinking about it. I was mostly, I had on the ring for, uh, it's called um, The World of Warcraft, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially, um, it gives you 20% more ability points to, uh, to, to, uh, um, level up and master your abilities um, instead of uh, um, in, in normal encounters. And then, like, there's another one for, like, I, I had that was, like, plus 30 defense, and there was another one with, like, plus 12 attack. So I just mostly just had those three for most of the game. But it's, you, it's got this, uh, the Berserker Ring, you if you when you do a perfect precision dodge of an enemy it like it 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 gives you more attack proficiency and you'll you'll know it because your sword will like light on fire and it, it's real cool but then like sometimes especially when you use your limit break and it's just fire coming off of you and everything and you just really like wailing on the enemy it's hard to see when you need to dodge because right. it's just like because it's just like it's everything is flashy special effects stuff, which is cool. It looks amazing and the fights are great. It's just that sometimes you just like when where when do I where die? Is, like where, where, where is, is, is he about to attack me? I don't know. Right. But um uh, 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 my other complaint is about the side quest. Now I, it's not really the fact that like the side quests are just a lot of them are like fetch quests. Hey, mm-hmm. I need help with this. You go somewhere, you kill something, or you go get something for somebody, and then you go back. You know, it's typical basic stuff. Every RPG does it. I don't care about that, right? What I care about is just early on, and 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 you 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 you're probably far enough in the game where you'll see this. Where they there's a particular class of people in this world <laughs> called the bearers right uh-huh. and 
I, I know a lot of people are giving them a pass after playing the game when it comes to not having any any black people in it because if they saw anyone saw a black person as a bearer being treated the way these bearers get treated, it probably would have went viral on the internet. Oh, that yeah. said, I, I I don't I don't find that a good excuse, but whatever, right? Um, make make all the bearers the people. I mean, make all the black people people who aren't bearers. It's it's an easy out out of that. But um, I think uh some of these side quests really pissed me off with the way people were being treated. Um, and I'm pretty sure, of course, that's the goal. Like you want to empathize with these people, but I, it almost made me want to play. Like I've almost, I've never in my life ever wanted to play an Elder Scrolls game more than when I, when I'm dealing with some of these like really prejudiced people who are like calling you filth and all this other stuff and, 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 and like doing really cruel things to mm -hmm. other bearers. And, and I'm just like, man, if this was like an Elder Scrolls game. I could just complete the quest and then decapitate this guy. <laughs> and it'd be, it'd be okay. And I'm like, you can't do that in this game. And it, like, but like, I think that the, and I understand the structure of it. But I kind of feel like the way it 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 is it is structured, where you'll even meet a guy who is very very prejudiced, and later on you'll see him in the game, and you'll and he's a, a lot nicer, and there's a reason why he's a lot nicer. But regardless of that, like it's it's just frustrating de dealing with people who who like you want me to help you I have a problem, but you're a bigot. I'm like I don't want to, like, I don't want to help. You. So, um, all that said, I think the game the game's pretty cool. Uh, it's a good game. I do not think in, in 2023 it's going to it's it's a game of the year contender. I think there are other games that have had a bigger impact. One game on, on huh? One game. We're not gonna get into the details. I'm, oh, oh, this is what I'm saying: is that I don't think I think there are games that have yet to come out. There, there are. Games I'm talking about. We're just talking about as out. of right now. We're just talking about as of right now. One game. One game. That's all I'm as, of, as of right now, there are three games. No, as of right now, there's one game that will win game Zelda. of the year. One game. Already know that. I'm talking about nominees. Oh well, nominees. There's three. Yeah, there are about three games right now that I think are definitely going to get. Diablo's I, I, one of them. Yeah, Diablo 4 is one of them. Zelda's another. And I kind of I kind of didn't want, I don't know, like, um, I've been kind of going back and forth with it. I, before I played, uh, finished Final Fantasy 16, I, I thought Z Jedi Survivor would not be nominated. But now that I have completed it, and I think Jedi Survivor... Is a better uh, game? Yeah, overall is a better game. I think Jedi. I think it's gonna be Final Fantasy sixteen that doesn't that doesn't get nominated. And then it you depends. Got, it depends on people in their performance issues because right. Jedi had ridiculous performance issues at the true, beginning. True, true. But this game also isn't. I mean, this, well, this game is it's not works. buggy. It's not. There's a difference between like bugs and perform. So it's not buggy like i didn't deal with bugs like that it's just the it just performed terribly on the ps5 
Now, I, I, I guess, I guess you know that will that will definitely make potentially play a part in the whole thing once it's all said and done. But I think, yeah, I, I got, agree with you though. You got six nominees. One of them is guaranteed going to go to an indie. So your token indie is one. So that's like you Maybe got not five. This year. Nah, they always do a token indie. Even even when is Silk, like is Silk Song coming like out this 20, year? No, but even uh, like in 2018 when they had all the all the heat that came out in 2018, they still had one indie there. So it's just that's true. That's true. So you, you got real five nominees, right? Three of them are already on lock. It's two spots left. That's probably honestly it's probably gonna go to Starfield and Spider Man too. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see. Um, no Redfall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If, if they had Razzies, then they would go for Ooh. Uh, Redfall. Um, but okay. The, the the question of the hour, right? Is it a Final oh. Fantasy game? Yes, it's a Final Fantasy game. Like what? I, p- people have this. Like, if you're gonna say that this isn't a Final Fantasy game, what was your thought about Final Fantasy 15? It didn't play it. Probably, because Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. I can't stand that game, but it's a Final Fantasy game. And and it and even though they go a step further in some in some ways um when it comes to combat, uh as a further departure from turn based in this game compared to fifteen, but I didn't see anyone saying Final Fantasy fifteen wasn't a Final Fantasy game. I, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. The people who saying it not all of them. But I think a significant number of the people who are saying Final Fantasy, VI, Final Fantasy 16 is not a Final Fantasy game would not be saying this if it wasn't a console exclusive for PlayStation. Oh, so you think it's console war driven? Yeah, yeah. I've seen people saying stuff like it's a whole movie. And and and, and John, some of them are trolling, right? But <laughs> you clearly haven't played the game, nor do you play Japanese RPGs, period. Because you couldn't tell me Tales of Arise is a movie and not just and not an actual Japanese RPG. Tales of Arise near the end of the game had a 45 minute straight cutscene. Hey man, these people didn't play Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> which which had a which had a had a feature lift film in the middle of the movie. <laughs> right. I mean, just come on, man. Like people be <laughs> Picking and choosing when, like, watching a movie is a problem. You didn't have a problem with Quantum, Quantum Break having a real actual live TV, TV show in the middle of it. But you got a problem with this game. Like, cut the cat. There's right? a lot of episodes, too. It's like six episodes in there. 30 minutes each. So it's like a three-hour movie inside that <laughs> that game. I actually like that game. I really liked it a lot. And 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 then and then on the other side, I think some of the, these people out here who or calling Final Fantasy 14 game of the year. You know, and for some people it is their game of the year and that's fine. I'm not I'm not judging you. <laughs> but I do know for a fact some of these people would not would be on the other side calling it not a Final Fantasy game if it wasn't a PlayStation exclusive. They the would funny- be they they instead of saying game of the year, yay with their pom-poms, they'd be like, man, this ain't no Final Fantasy game. So it's just like it's it's a lot of that stuff is just console war jargon and and rhetoric that I don't what? even really acknowledge. So so slow-mo, and this and this is the thing, this is and maybe because I haven't well, first I wasn't feeling good earlier this week when this was all mm-hmm. happening, and I was gone last week when most people were playing the game. 
in your opinion, for you, because it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. what is a Final Fantasy game for you? Because you played all of them, well, most of well, them, I the played, good ones. I played four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I did play 11, but I don't really remember it. I don't, I don't either. remember playing 12 at all, but I did buy 12 on PC to go to get back into it to see if I can like the question. Did you play all, I played all 13? 13 no, I had all of them. I could, I could. You, you didn't I play Lightning 13, Return? I think I played 13 too. But like, I don't even know why I did that to myself. I have played 14, and Gregor in the chat asked about 14. I did, I, I did try 14 out, but at the time when I tried it out, it's like I just couldn't get into an MMO. The time sink, the the amount of, I just I can't do it. And I played 15, so I played the majority. I played, and I played FF Tactics as well, which I love. I love FF Tactics. Um, it's a lot of similarities uh, of this game's 16 story to F- FF Tactics. If you if you know, you know. But um, this is a Final Fantasy game, man. Every Final Fantasy has a sit in it. Every time Sid appears, it opens the world up. Yep. So um, it does. you know, like like in in I think it's six when Sid appears, uh, he brings an airship with him. I, I think <laughs> like he does it. it like it, he. It it's just Sid. like it's just like chocobos. Yes, there's chocobos in every game. There is there 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 are moogles in this game. There's moogles in this game. Yeah. Not, not not a lot, but there's moogles in this game. You got your 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 Shiva. You got your Ifrit. You got your 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 Bahamut. You got Odin. Like you have the 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 roots of Final Fantasy. And people's like, what's well, not Final Fantasy? And and their reasoning is like really flimsy. I'm like, if you play enough Final Fantasy games, you see where they all tie in together. They're different worlds. They're different stories, but they all they have similarities. And in he in in here you see those similarities. So it's a Final Fantasy game, man. And and they're never the same. I remember being back like back in the day, you know. Now I'm aging myself. When Final Fantasy <laughs> Eight came out, ooh, Squall, what's up, Squall? Yeah, I hate Squall. I hated. <laughs> I hate. And I hated that blade gun thing. Where yeah, the like, gun blade. You, yeah, I hated that attack, thing. You had the like time that the, yep. the, the presser, you, you like pull the trigger on the enemy. I hated that. But um, and I also didn't like the way they did magic. It's 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 like it became more like consumables for magic than actual MP. And it, it, mm-hmm. was, it was very much like not popular and they didn't do it again. Rightfully so. I, I, I'm not saying Final Fantasy VIII's a bad game. It, it ain't my favorite. I like it better than 13. I know that for sure. But, like, like they do things differently. You know, I, I remember I remember people having issues with, like, like Final Fantasy's not doing the job systems anymore. And, and it's just like... I feel like Square just broke people, those off. Yeah, look... There's going always going to be advancements and changes, but it's still Final Fantasy. It, it's still Final Fantasy. There's always going to be changes. They're not going. Final Fantasy series is not going back to turn based. It's just never going to happen. Get over it. If you want, there are plenty of turn based RPGs out here. Yeah, and if you're looking for one, I can help you out. <laughs> you know, like there's there's the whole Persona series. There's Echo Generation. 
there's I mean, like some of them ain't that great. There's Edge of Eternity, which ain't that great. But look, there there are turn-based RPGs out here if you want to get into them. Just, just because Final Fantasy is no longer turn-based, just because you you in this one you don't have a full party and you don't and you don't get to switch to your party doesn't mean it's not Final Fantasy anymore. And very well Final Fantasy 17 could have a party again. You just don't know. And it's just that that's something I actually kind of appreciate for the series, even though I did not like 10. I did not like 13. <laughs> I Which hated 10? 15. Either 10? No, I didn't like either. I don't, look, I'm telling you, I did. I, I, I've said this for a long, I've been consistent with this. I did not, I enjoyed, this was the first Final I Fantasy. I love 10. I've, I've, this is the first Final Fantasy I've enjoyed since 9. Oh, okay, since 9. But I'm not, just because I personally didn't enjoy like a literally generation full of Final Fantasies, right? Two <laughs> generations full of Final Fantasies. Doesn't mean those weren't Final Fantasy games just because I didn't like them. I'm sorry, I'm not that important. And 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 for those who don't get it, neither are you. So <laughs> let developers be creative and do what they want to do and make what they want to make. And just if you like it, you like it, you rock with it. Cool. If you don't, so what? Yeah, I I agree with that. I just I was like, it just. Oh, uh, shout out to Lady Foxfire. Shout out to you coming through. Um. Uh, oh, before we go too far, uh, Lady Foxfire. I know okay. Lady Foxfire. Um. Feel. Uh. Feel. Uh, uh. Asked you a question. He says, "Does the main mission structure get better post Titan battle fight, or is it the same?" Because he said he's close to dropping the game. Hmm. It is uh, the mission structure stays pretty much the same. You, you'll have your side quests that you can do. And I will tell you this, uh, uh, Phil, the side quests get better. So after, yeah, right around, yeah, after Titan, the side quests are better. So they are cool to do. And some of them are very, like, uh, um, are pretty well written and can can tug on the heartstrings a little so i think if you want to break up the, the 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 monotonous process of how the the mission main mission structure is you can do some of those but it is pretty much the same essentially you already know which next icon um or dominant that you're going to fight well in advance and and how things are working out and you kind of understand where things are going as you start to uh, deal with the whole mother crystals situation. And a lot of what you plan on doing and what you're going to do is pretty, is very much telegraphed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's not super complex or anything. They're they're not really throwing you any curveballs when it comes to that. But I, uh, it's 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 a it's a good game. I still like okay. it. If, but if you're not enjoying it, then I mean, I'm I'm gonna tell you straight up, it's not that structure is not really changing. Maybe if you want to make it less boring for you, I guess go ahead and try out the side quest or yeah, do the do the monster hunts. The mo- I was I mean I was going in on those monster hunts. Like I I go back to the boy. What's the next one? You know, like I'm, I'm, I, I was just doing that for a good long time, and then also, I, even though I, uh, felt like I got bored of it, uh, using this like this, uh, this replay board is like a big like pillar in your in your base, your hideaway, and you can go to it, you can replay some of the main missions, 
and mm. and there's one in particular one main mission in particular that is uh connects you a lot of uh ap ability points in a in a very short period of time and i did that for a while trying to level up all my abilities and so it, you, if you want to just fight stuff you can do that i mean it's 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 not the hardest game in the world and it's uh and, and they even make it even easier with the rings that kind of make things even easier for you so are you going to play the new final fantasy mode now that you beat it no i already installed it man oh you're so you're done done until yeah, no, P- no. at least until the PS this PC and version comes out, I will do Final Fantasy both on PC. When gotcha. I can play it at, at, you know, hopefully that depending on the port. Good grief! Oh yeah, well, mm. yeah. They don't have Square Enix doesn't have Nixus anymore, so I don't That's know. That's true. I don't know. Like their last few ports, not too good. Not not too good at all. So I don't know. I don't know what we're going to be working with, but hopefully, uh. Hopefully it's good when it comes. Hopefully, out PlayStation allow, um, allows Nixus at some point when they do port it to port it for him because. Oh no no, Nixus is too busy. And, oh and yeah, that's true. They got they got yeah they do. We, that's we right. We talked about they they working on remakes now too. Yeah, they working on remakes I'm sorry, now. Remasters, remasters. So, you know, hopefully that's crap. Sorry. Yeah. Getting so, the red bull out the fridge. Um, nope. hopefully that is uh, um, um, uh, a Bloodborne remaster coming mm. down the pipeline, but. Yeah, they working on remasters as well as trying to get help PlayStation get caught up on all the PC ports. They ain't gonna have time to to port this one. Yeah. For screen. So screens just gotta get better at porting PC games, period. Yeah, so moving on before we go to the last the next topic, um, like you were saying, the biggest thing I guess the only thing I really add is the fact that it's def is def is it the Final Fantasy game that everybody's familiar with? No. no. It's not. I wish it was. I wish the combat was like seven spoiled me. Seven remake spoiled me. I feel like that's like Great. the greatest combat I've ever played in a game. It's so it, good, man. It's I can't so wait good. for rebirth, yo. I can't. I'm, I can't oh my God. I can't wait as like because I was kind of hoping for that combat, but I'm not gonna knock this one because it is more free flowing and stuff. And I do like the fact that you got the part. I think they. I think they did the best of both worlds by giving you a more fluid combat system and still gave you the ability to have a party in that game, which is really cool. So. Mm. I really like that about it, but the thing like I, I will, you know, definitely co-sign on slow-mo is just so many other games out there and Final Fantasy hasn't really been a turn-based game in a long time now. Like there's games that Square Enix themselves make now that are more turn-based than Final Fantasy at this point. And those are the yeah, games like, I use, yeah, like Bravely, Traveler, right? yeah, like Octopath Traveler, Bravely Default and stuff. And, and the mm-hmm. same thing, like you said about the job systems and stuff, it seems like they try to do new things in Final Fantasy, which which I can appreciate. There, most most companies try to do new things in like newer games that they feel like they can like kind of test. But they go in the opposite direction. They're taking things that are tried and true, like job systems, the turn based strategy systems, and the way that you interact with the game and stuff. They're putting those things in other games that they know people are gonna really really like. But then they're using the big name like Final Fantasy to do new things with it because they say, well, Final Fantasy by itself is going to sell just because it's Final Fantasy. And they, you know, they kind of get away with trying to, you know, innovate and do different things with the game itself. Some people may not like that, but me personally, 
if you're a Final Fantasy fan, you're just going to play because you're a Final Fantasy fan. And some are going to definitely be better than others. And some are going to be more enjoyable than others. But I feel like this is one of the best Final Fantasies in this vein of what Final Fantasy is. Because this light year is better than 15. Because yes. 15, no. Yeah, I couldn't get... 15 I couldn't, is, I couldn't. Is, is one of the worst just based off the story alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speak. Just, just, just based on the, the trash story alone. They, they. I mean, look, it's we we, we could. I don't want to get into. Yeah, it. yeah, we're, yeah, we're going into yeah. the weeds and talk about Ignis and stuff and all. And that mm, never mind. Yeah, episode Ignis and episode this and <laughs> episode that's like y'all killing me, bro. But all right, and they, and they didn't even complete all the DLC. They, they were, no, they, they didn't. Were and that was it. It, 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 it shout out to the people that bought the pass and never got a chance to see it all. So, uh, well, with that, we're going to move over to the next title, which is Diablo four and, um, Diablo four. So, uh, Diablo four has been out for just over, I want to say a month now came out. Yeah. Or, yeah it's just, just over a month. Now it came out May, uh, June 5th or something. So a lot of people enjoying the game, but there is a lot of controversy going on right now because we're coming up to the beginning of season one um, because the season did weeks. I think. Yep. Two weeks away. The first season starts in two weeks. And um, a lot of people are getting to the point where they're starting to realize that all of the hard work you put into your main characters from the seasonal mode are going to not be able to be used in your seasonal progression. It's going to be two different camps. You're going to have your seasonal uh, characters and your seasonal rank, and you're going to have your eternal characters with your eternal rank, which are two different things. They'll play in two different sandboxes. And the only time those sandboxes merge together is when the season ends and whatever seasonal character for that season, like, so season one is, and they go into season two, your season one character will go into the eternal realm with all this XP, with all this paragon progression and everything. And that will get filtered into your, uh, eternal characters. And then you'll start a new grind for season two characters. And a mm -hmm. lot of people, did not notice slow-mo and i have to ask why is why is why is this why is this this is like their first diablo game right well obviously it's their first because it's their structure with seasons for diablo 3 yes but you know what people will tell you they said well they'll say well forte well slow-mo when Diablo three came out, there was no seasonal progression. There was nothing like this in Diablo one or two. They didn't start Diablo three with this. They started this. They started seasons two years after Diablo three came out. And you know what I'm going to tell you? They made a change in the way that seasonal progression works. And that's how they want to implement it. And guess what? They're carrying that over to Diablo four, but go ahead. Slow mo. I mean, like, look, it was, it was, it was not, at least I, I, I didn't play it as much when the seasons came out, but I, when I, what I did earlier this year is I ran through Diablo three again on PlayStation this time. I played it initially on, on Xbox and I ran through again on PlayStation. I saw it. I was like, Hey, here's, you know, the season, you can make a whole new character. It's going to be a different than your main character. And I was like, Oh, well, that's okay. 
So look, they they're still doing it, you know, and it's just I knew that before I bought Diablo Four, so I was aware of how they were going to do seasonal content before I played this game. And I knew that when they came out with a new season, if I would make a new character to do it. I already know which one I'm going to do. I'm going to do a rogue. So it's just mm-hmm. like, it's, it's it's how it works. It doesn't mean that, like, I was talking to one of my buddies about this, and, and, and he's upset. And I'm just like, what are we upset about? Well, I'm mean, putting all this work in on my character. I'm like, your character ain't going nowhere. You, you, you just do a different character for the season. And mm-hmm. the next season, do a different character for the next season. You, but you can still you the character you worked on. You can still keep doing stuff with that character. It's and so it's just you know he he's upset, which is fine. Be he could be people could be upset. It's okay, but it's just like all this stuff was was information that it, it's not like they sprung this on everyone after you bought the game. No information that you know if if you were paying attention, it would you would have known it was going to be like this. But well, yeah. the, the well, the funny thing is, the thing that I take away from it mostly being a person that played up to thirteen seasons of Diablo three before I completely said I'm not doing this no more. I think they're like season like thirty, like yeah, close to forty now. Yeah, they're up like there, that. bro. Yeah. I stopped at thirteen. I was like, okay, I'm getting off this um off this ride. I got like twenty seven characters, and I want to say um eight of them were before the they were like eight characters before seasons even started i was just making multiple characters and the thing that people don't realize about diablo and you only really deal with this at the very beginning and it, it's not really a good test subject just because diablo 3 didn't launch with it it was something that was three years two years later but mm-hmm. when this game launched and they said seasons wasn't going to start day one the first thing i said to myself was oh Basically, your first your characters you do at the beginning are practice run characters. It's basically for you to get used to the abilities of what your main characters are going to be doing, your main casting of spells, how to get a good feel of your progression tree or your skill tree to kind of get an idea of which way you want to go with your builds. Because when you get into the seasonal model, everything is a little bit more hyper fixated and you're more attentional with the things you do when you're in seasons, because it's only a short amount of time. It's not something that's going to, you you can just lollygag around on. Cause especially if you want to take advantage of all of the different buffs and stuff that they're going to add to your seasonal characters, which I think a lot of people are not really understanding uh, that stuff isn't unlocked for your eternal realm characters it's only unlocked for seasonal and once the season is over then that stuff gets unlocked and moved to you know the internal realm and everything and then they'll do new seasonal stuff so it's all all it is it's a practice run people are taking their and i get it especially newer people that never played a diablo game i'm not really talking to them it's just it's the people that literally played diablo before and it's like for some reason they just forgot that they were going to do this and, yeah, and, and i didn't honestly, understand like, that if if you were the kind of person that played you played diablo 3 and you stopped playing it before they came out with seasons i mean did you isn't this how you play diablo you you play through the campaign you beat it you you do some paragon stuff 
You know, you you play with your build out a little bit more. You move on to play something else. Like I, I mean, look, I I beat the game. I beat Diablo three. I mean four. Uh, I thought the last two acts were awesome. I, I really enjoyed. Oh them. yeah, they are fire. Um, um and I've been uh, messing around with my necromancer, and I've been building up a barbarian too. But like once, like I'm I'm kind of done with it already, and I'm I'm gonna do the season stuff, but. Like once my friends are done playing, I'm just gonna uninstall and keep it going because mm. I got other stuff to play. Which is like, so I'm not tripping off of the fact they're doing seasons differently than what you get from a traditional live service game, right? Yeah, that's the biggest biggest thing for me. I just feel like in general, it just ultimately comes back to, you know, if you enjoy the game, the game's not going anywhere. Your characters aren't going anywhere. Yeah, you don't get you don't get access to like the the seasonal, you know, stuff that they're giving away, but you're not it's nothing's taken away from you. That's the thing I think most people need to say. And and Blizzard even came out and talked about how I think they said majority of the people still haven't even beat the campaign yet. We're right. a month in. So right. so those people ain't gonna be doing nothing seasonal anyway. I mean, it is a long campaign. It but... is, it's it's super long. <laughs> Yeah, I I just you know it's a really good campaign though. Yeah, Lilith. It was it was good. It was good. I uh, I I didn't like the epilogue though. I thought the epilogue kind of blew me. But, oh really? <laughs> yeah, I thought the epilogue was uh, some characters were a little out of out of character just for the sake of building a plot towards the next thing expansion or whatever they're going to do. Um, to kind of continue the story forward. I I, I didn't think. Like a particular one particular character in in for example's uh, choices made much much of any sense, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, cool. And um, the season reveal the seasonal reveal was earlier today. So if you didn't, um, I did it, miss that. I, I, I did too. Out. I need to go check it out. I'll probably look at it today because that's where they announced all the all the cool things you'll be doing. So. Um, if you did miss it, go check it out. They live streamed it on their main channel. Um, you can see exactly what's going to be happening there, and I'll be checking it out. Um, next thing before we go into these other ones, Xbox has announced that they have multiple shows in the works. Slow mo. Um, they are confirmed to be going to Gamescom with Bethesda. No, oh, no. Oh, I'm so I, I, the way you said that had me thinking when you said they have confirmed to have multiple shows in the works. Uh-huh. I took that as, oh no, we're getting more like stuff like <laughs> Halo, Halo's TV show. No, no, okay. no, shows in the world. I was just like, no, 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 uh, no uh, more, <laughs> no, no, no. We don't need no more of those. <laughs> no, we are getting a second season. Always the last season. Oh, they, oh, they, they fixed. Uh, they got they fixed what they broke. Yeah, but um, no, 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 no. I, I, I was, I was very. Uh, you said you was very concerned for a second. I was, I was very, very <laughs> concerned for a moment. Yeah. No, so um, Bethesda's going to be at Gamescom end of this year. Uh, Xbox will be there. A uh, couple other shows that they got confirmed and stuff. But the biggest thing I want to ask you, slow mo, with all the things that a lot of people were missing, said were missing from the, you know quote-unquote e3 showcase they did last month mm-hmm. especially games like hellblade not having 
<laughs> visible gameplay that people can actually say this well, is what combat, it looks man. like with yeah combat. combat yeah so so what what is it that you so how what do you actually think we're going to see at this uh at e3 or not e3 at gamescom and you know so I'm thinking I, who they're knows? probably going they're go, like the only two things that's really left for the rest of the year is Gamescom, Tokyo Game Show, yep. and the VGAs. And they, they did a small thing. They did a small thing. Yeah. Now at Gamescom, we may see I don't see them showing something we've never seen before, but I could see them showing the uh, them showing more of something that they've already revealed. Um I'm not gonna get my hopes up with Hellblade Combat at this point. I think you have shown basically shown us the same thing three times with Hellblade already, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. Is this is the combat just not like anything more than what we what we got with the first game? I think that'd be a big disappointment. I'm not. I don't know if they're like hiding it or isn't that what Lucas they, said. Yeah, that is what Lucas said. And, yeah, she and said. Ever she, since she yeah. said it, it's been stuck in my brain. It's been in my brain too. I was like, man, so she might be know. right. I don't know if that's the case or not. I hope not, but you know, who knows? I just I, I, at this point, I don't have any expectations on Hellblade Two. Like, we don't have a release date. We don't have we we've just seen the same stuff over and over again. Which you know, Ninja Theory is really good, and Hellblade One is 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 a very good game, but. I'm just not, I'm not trying to like get myself in a, to a point where I'm basically just like putting myself in, in a mode to be disappointed. So I'm just like, I don't know, but I do think with Gamescom, they may show us more of some of show us some things from, from games that we have, they've already announced Tokyo game show. Don't, ex I don't expect anything from Tokyo game show. What they normally do with Tokyo game show is try to promote xCloud, try to promote Game Pass, try to uh, promote like how you can play those games on mobile to the Japanese market and 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 so the, all their marketing will be around stuff like that and the VGAs though the VGAs will probably be where we see something substantial from them unless they do a, a developer direct then they, they might do something there. But if they don't do another developer direct before the end of the year, I think it's going to be the VGAs where we, we might see a new game reveal or, you know, something like really, really big. Maybe like Fable Combat. I don't know. You know, we'll see. What, what do you think? Forte? Oh, I muted myself. I am very, very interested. Well, I think the VGAs is where we're going to see Hellblade because I just, for some reason, feel like that's the only place. Well, they just showed it at the Xbox event. So, but I do think of all the things that they have, Keeley's going to probably want something. He, he usually gets like one of their biggest things. And mm -hmm. I think combat for Hellblade would be the biggest thing that they could kind of show. That would have more. That would give the most excitement. Now, granted, there's other things they could show that would get people excited. Hey, real, but I, hey, real quick, what else is coming out for them next year? Uh, they really didn't put dates on anything. Everything was mostly. I mean, we still haven't seen contraband. I mean, a vow. They showed a vow. I think a vow was for next year. 
Um, mm. What else was? What else did they show that was probably next year? I, I, I assume hell. No, Hellblade was. They, I think they didn't give a date for Hellblade. Did they have? They had twenty fourteen. Yeah, right? had twenty twenty four on it. That was it. Yeah. So, because I, I like Fable didn't have. have that didn't even have a window. It just um, said Fable. Neither did Clockwork uh, Revolution. Nope. That said, ready in due time. And neither <laughs> did uh, what was the the one that uh, Compulsion is doing? I forgot what it's called. Something Midnight, right? Midnight. Um. um yeah, with the guy with the with the guitar, the the yeah, and the girl, the girl like she's hunting monsters in the swamp. Yeah, or like that. um, that one, all those games are too early. So, I mean, I I would say the VGAs, if they have something at the VGAs, it's probably going to be something. Uh, they're either going to show something brand new for the first time, like when they showed off the the Series X and Fable, and, and not Fable, but uh, they've shown Perfect Dark there they've shown hellblade there multiple times i think it'll be something brand new that we haven't seen before uh or no no yeah yeah i'm gonna stick with that it's gonna be something brand new we haven't seen before if they're going to start showing stuff more of stuff that's coming next year they're going to do a developer direct to do that Mm. okay Shout out to Ramon Terrell in the house. $5 Super Chat says, shout out to my favorite dynamic duo. Much love always, homies. Thanks for do, for, for doing what you do. Thank you, Ramon. Appreciate you, brother. Hope That's you what I'm good. talking about. Really Ramon appreciate it, bro. Ramon is playing through Elden Ring. What? Yeah. He's playing through Elden Ring now. And he, he, is he, he regretting? Is he, like, regretting it yet? Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's enjoying himself. By, so you're giving him pointers? He, uh yeah, I've told them places to where, where the farm maroons, you know, get his level okay. up. You know, I don't know how many uh bosses he's taking down yet, but uh I, I think he's uh he's he's uh he's he's enjoying uh the lands between it, it, as much as All you right. can. Well, well, when you <laughs> finally finish that game, Ramon, you gotta let us know so we can get you on here and um we can get your perspective on what you thought about it as a person that really doesn't play games like that. Oh, you know what I think about it? We just talking about from software. Armor Core is coming out this year. I, it comes out this year. Comes out, doesn't it? Isn't it August? No, or is it September? Early. Let me let me double check. Let me double because that might end up being a part of the uh, the conversation for game of the year. Oh man, that's already spoken for, sir. It's only one game that can take that game out. I am talking about nominees, August twenty fifth. Okay, August twenty fifth. Yeah, I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it was that close. That's. I'm. I'm like kinda on the fence with it because it's like it's. I don't like mech games. I've never liked mech games. Everyone loves Mech Warrior. I don't, I don't care. Mech Assault, whatever the heck you want to call it. I don't give mech, a crap. Mech Assault was good. I don't care about mech games, man. I don't. You put me in a freaking mech, and I'm just like, I'm already <laughs> about to fall asleep. Oh, but Lord. that's it. Like the way they, I could like they they did that trailer. It was very much Bungie esque. Like it was the trailer hyped it up more than what, like potentially could have hyped it up more than what it actually is. I don't know. But I, I'm, 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 I'm on the, I'm on the fence. I don't know if I'm going. Oh, speaking that. of which, my sabbatical on Destiny is up to three weeks now. Good for you. Goodness, three weeks. That's great. That's great. That's great three. You know? Three just weeks. Take, just take it one day at a time. Yeah. You know? Until I like, listened to the last word earlier today, and it made me want to jump in. I was like, no. 
No. I was actually listening to <laughs> shout out to the last word with uh Ebontis and Laura Cognito, the homie Laura, Laura Cognito from the ILP. I was actually listening to that too and just, you know, saw the the uh you know the typical everything's bad, everything, you know, <laughs> hate everything. Are they, are they are they gonna continue Destiny beyond yeah. uh final shape? But you know what? It's not as bad as other looter shooters. We're still better than them. You We're know, still that, better that, than them. That, 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 that <laughs> typical talk, you know, you get from 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 you know, Destiny Destiny crackheads that they gotta, you know, they, they gotta find a way to find that silver lining. It's funny. Well, um, well, with that ahead. being said, I will say this in all realness and honesty, I want to say congratulations to Ibantis. Um. 100,000 subscribers got a silver play button in the mail this week. Showed it on a screen. Congratulations to you, bro. And um, continue success on that road. Cause that man has been grinding and making videos on destiny and um, really, really proud of the success he's had over there. So if you ever get a chance to listen to this, congratulations, bro. And um, continue success with the rest of your channel. Um, but slow-mo, how do you yeah. feel about remakes, sir? I feel remakes should only be for games that are over close to or over a decade old. Okay. I feel uh, if they had if it has outdated game mechanics or game design, it is okay to update those things. Okay. And I feel some games probably shouldn't be remade. Oh, okay. So. Because um, uh, because the the there's just no way for the new studio or, or whoever is remaking it to live up the expectations. Okay, so with that being mm -hmm. said, reportedly there are two two games that kind of qualify for at least one of the things you mentioned, which is long older than ten years old, um, and it's Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag and Red Dead Redemption the original one are reportedly going to be remastered slow-mo so first Wait, of all remastered remastered okay i never played black flag because i'm not an assassin's creed fan so i was gonna so say I so which know, i don't know about that game design and whether how outdated that is. it was the first one that gave you pirate ships it is it started this whole thing about i already hate you i want to be a pirate oh, okay so uh, I don't know about that one. I know, uh, when did Black Flag come out? Uh, Black Flag was Black Flag. Well, while you're doing that, um, Red Dead One does fit the 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 time frame criteria. I don't know about it being a remaster though. Oh no, it it's almost ten years. October 29th, 2013. So it's you coming up need, on 10 years. You need to do a remake of Red Dead 1, I think. I you agree. Do a remake of that game and not a remaster. Uh, Miles that was like 2007, said, wasn't it? Hold on, hold on. Miles in the chat said it's a remake, not remaster. I don't know which one he is talking about. Uh, Let me see. Ramon is saying Assassin's Creed 1 needs the remake. Do Altair Justice... I um, I agree with that. Well, I mean, look, these are Red Dead One is 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 an excellent game. Um, it sure is. But this goes into my whole 
should you re should you remake the game? If it's a if it's a remaster, do not do a remaster. Miles says the Black Flag is a remake. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I am not down for a remaster of Red Dead One. Remake that if it's because because of, of the 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 how long it's been since it came out, and I also kind of feel like. Whatever they do is going not going to satisfy people. Mm-hmm. For Red Dead, there's going to be people who are going to say this isn't enough, and there's going to be some people that like if they decide to make some changes, small changes and stuff like that, the people will be pissed off and not like it. So, yeah, I, that one you might just need to leave alone. Also, we got no talk about who who we're who we're talking to here. Rockstar did not do the remasters for those GTA games. They outsourced that. And we know what happened at that. And that was the worst remaster. Like, regular gamers doing mods on PC did a better job remastering those games than people who were paid by Take-Two to get the job done. So if this is how you do remasters, Absolutely, do not tarnish the 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 reputation of Red Dead One with some garbage. So just don't even do it. So the question is, okay, so I agree with that, and I do feel like um, Red Dead should be the one that gets the remake. But if if that Rockstar would okay, if go, Rockstar was to break off not well if Rockstar Rockstar is a huge company, a huge huge team. If they broke off part of their team to make to work on that or they already probably been working on it which one comes in the chat makes a good point he said what he say? technically they already have the world map and assets that they can use from red dead 2 if you play when you play red dead 2 uh that's you true actually go to the, the 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 regions of the map that were recreated that were red you know part of red dead part 1, of red dead so. one so, so he I mean, that's true i mean like that that may cut down on the on some of that development time, but if you're outsourcing that, that there's a diff- there's a huge difference between Rockstar developers and and Boo Boo the Fool game studios who are being <laughs> outsourced to work on it. Like that's you're you're still really yeah. I, I'm not saying that's you know they they're outsourcing this one like they did GTA, but if that is their their game plan, just scrap it. Because I mean that that GTA remaster was 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 terrible, and then they what was even worse was on I don't know if they did this on consoles or not, but definitely on PC they took the old versions of the games that had all these great mods that made it look better off all the storefronts on PC when they launched the worst version of the game. Mm-hmm. So they were basically trying to force people, if you want to play this game again, you need to get our terrible version of a remaster instead of the original games with all these amazing mods that make the game so much better. It's just like, that's that's how Take-Two rolls. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm not very enthused about this. Mm. Nope, I don't blame you. Um... I do think that I would love to see man. Red Dead was so good. That red John Marston, so good. 
Um, all right, moving on to the next topic. Let's talk about what's going on with Boulder's Gate. A lot of, you know, back in the news again for a couple of different reasons. Now, ain't nobody trying to blame the Xbox Series S out here. Cause that seems to be what everybody thinks it is. But Xbox has sent over their cracked, <laughs> their cracked development team to help them uh, be able to, you know, get optimization between the S and the X together so they can get the game out, um, I guess, faster on the Series X and X. Because as of right now, we only have um, like release dates for PS5 and PS4. And um, those are even staggered. They're not even coming out same day, day and date and everything. Yeah, so PC is in August and and, PlayStation, and PlayStation is a month is a month comes later. Out, comes out the day Starfield comes out. Yep, the day Starfield. I was like, yo, well, I guess it's on PlayStation, so it doesn't matter. So, yeah, it's not competing. It's like, it's like they're not directly competing. It's directly competing. Still, 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 still pretty funny. Um, yeah, my good, share. Good luck. Good luck to Baldur's Gate there. Yeah, good um, luck to that. So, 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 so what do you think? Well, to recap everything, so Larry and Stu Larry Studio is probably one of the best Western RPG developers that's in the world right now. They're they're amazing. Uh, Divinity One and Two, you know, highly regarded, which is no surprise that they got. You know, they're doing Baldur's Gate Three. Um, they have their own proprietary engine that they've used for the previous games that's updated for Baldur's Gate, and they they also have this mandate studio mandate this is not from play like xbox xbox isn't telling them they have to have this fe feature parity between xbox series s and x but they have a studio mandate that couch co-op is mandatory for all their games and so the reason why they haven't announced their xbox version or a date for it is because the Xbox series consoles, they can't get the couch co-op stuff to work, which is why Forte mentioned the crack development team from Xbox is over there, I guess, trying to help them get the their engine working with that hardware, and which isn't a problem, apparently, for PlayStation. Of course, it wouldn't be a problem for PC. Um, so... I think that, uh, like, a lot of people always automatically assume it's the Series S fault. Although they never actually came out and said if it was the Series S or not, or maybe it's not working on either Series X or S. Who knows? But I I, I do think that eventually it'll get out there. I think there's a, a bit of... Uh, there, are, there are a few Xbox fans that are, are kind of pissed at Larian for how things were announced i guess like the the optics didn't look good when i think the game initially was when they did their initial reveal for Baldur's gate 3 a few years ago i think when they first showed like they showed maybe like the first 10 minutes of the game it was announced it was it was, it was announced it would have like early access on pc of course but that was going to all consoles and then when it when when they actually started talking release dates and, and stuff and got closer to launch then they weren't talking about xbox at all now you could definitely blame them for not even mentioning the xbox version because that got people kind of like thinking so did, you, did you just drop the xbox version because that's, that's not like that is a outlier 
we saw with Stellar Blade, Sony came in, became a a uh, a publisher for with uh, I forgot the name of the studio, the South Korean studio, uh, and then took Xbox out. So Stellar Blade's not going to Xbox anymore. Um, Netflix bought Night School Studio, which makes which made Oxy Free One. Oxy Free Two was announced to come out on every platform. Now they added the Netflix game. I don't know how you play games on Netflix. I don't know how you do it. I don't. I don't know where you go. Is it through the app? I don't know. But you can play it on Netflix now, but you can't play it on Xbox. So this isn't like an outlier, and I fully understand Xbox gamers being uh, upset, especially if you were you were excited to play this game, and then you see that like they're not even mentioning the Xbox version anymore. That's it. You got to think that. You got to understand that, like, Larian is self-publishing this game. They don't have a publisher over it. I think an actual, like, ma- major publisher that publishing the game would have said, you're not releasing the game until all the versions are ready. I think a, a publisher probably also would have got them a better release date for the PlayStation version. Um, and... I think a publisher probably would have handled uh, PR would have handled announcing things better overall, but lack of experience in, in those areas doesn't mean that they hate Xbox or some, you know, silly nonsense that people would make try to try to roll with. It doesn't mean anything like that. It just means that, you know, they made some mistakes in how they announced and, and brought things up. Who knows when the, the the Xbox version is coming though? I don't think they'll drop it or anything. I just think it's just gonna take some time to get figure out how to get their engine working with with the hardware. Yeah. I I just think in general it ultimately comes down to time. You know, there is a thing there is something to the whole developing on multiple platforms, you know. It's it's easy if you're a one if you're a studio that's only really focusing on one, then you can pretty much, you know, develop to the metal, and then you pretty much can just go from there. And your development cycle is a little bit faster, um, and then the priorities is more set in line. And now that they're, you know, they've been in early access on PC for over a year now. A lot of people uh, been playing over there, and it's finally going to get its full release on PC and um, um, later on this year. PlayStation's right around the corner and then Xbox, like I said, I think in general it just ultimately comes back and they're doing a really good job of trying not to blame the um the S for any of this. They're just basically saying that just they they just, you know, it's just fundamental problems between getting it to work in split screen. I just ultimately think it comes back to what is Xbox's standpoint on parity of features because that's a lot of people keep talking about well the reason that split screen um is being the the trouble spot i mean it's it's not it's a studio mandate it's not like xbox is like it's a studio yeah i I think the only mandate that xbox has when it comes to series x and s is that you have to put a version on the series you have and that's what i was thinking yeah Yeah. like like you there's no like oh well if the series s X has a 60 FPS performance mode, and the series S guy have that too. Because we've seen games, mm, have, we've seen differences have, in that. Yeah, we have seen differences in frame rate, you know, for for releases on the same on both consoles before. So, 
it's um yeah, I, I don't I don't think this is really anything to do with Xbox. This is more just Larian trying to having a very I would say unusual way of working through a problem because I because mm-hmm. we we don't see really staggered releases like this on like literally every platform is coming out on. Usually it's like if it, if there's a stagger, there's like okay, uh, PlayStation first party game comes out on on PlayStation, then a year or two later comes out on PC, or a RTS game or a strategy game or like Flight Sim comes out on, on PC, then shows up on Xbox a year later, like that kind of thing. But usually those make sense. That's PlayStation's mandate on how they want to put their console first before PC. And then there's also the uh when it comes to the certain genres, they're more popular on PC and it and it gives the the developers more time to just get the PC version done and then work on how to make sure the game's playable on on console so it's it, you know th- there's always reasons for it this one is just like well why did you decide to go for it with the pc and playstation release because it's ready but it's just like well publishers don't do that <laughs> mm. you know, so it's just it is what it is larry is still awesome so you know it is you know they're the game's probably going to do really really well when it comes out um on on pc that is officially on pc i don't I gotta keep it a buck. I mean, look and, and look, we got some very smart people in the chat that love Larian Studios, the work they do, and and so this isn't them at all, right? But I do think, um, how we were talking earlier about like fanboy rhetoric is that there's a lot of people, and mostly I see it on Twitter, that got a lot of like, oh, can't wait for Baldur's Gate. Like, <laughs> I ain't never seen you talk about a daggone Baldur's Gate before, my. <laughs> It reminds me of a lot of the cat for like for Knights of the Old Republic when people didn't even know what what Kotor was. They was all talking Couture, and I'm like, what, the, what are you talking about makeup? What are you talking about? Like that's not the game. I don't understand what you're saying. Cooter, Cooter, no, it's Co- Knights of the Old Republic. It's a Star Wars game, man. Like, what are you talking about? Like people get hype over what they look like is a leg up over the quote unquote other side, the the other team. And they don't even know what they talking about. And it's obvious. They don't know what they talk about. They just basically just trolling. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to the last topic, which is the, <laughs> it's so much. So <laughs> it's so much. I can't, yo, <laughs> so much. why can't this judge, Corley, I know. She gonna do it tomorrow. Watch. Jokes, she gonna do it tomorrow. Like we never have to talk about this again. She I... gonna give it to us tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, it's not even gonna happen tomorrow. It's gonna probably happen Monday or Tuesday next week. Uh, does I think they said by the twelfth or so? Because you physically, she can rule. And they, if Xbox or play, or if Xbox wants to do anything, they can do it before the twelfth. But we won't see it in writing from the judge until July twelfth, at the earliest. So, so who knows how long this is going to go so on? If I got this right, we're just going to get a preliminary injunction 
approved or denied or, or denied and that's it we're not gonna like the, the her reasoning for why she chose what we're not gonna get on the 12th you will on the 12th you will by the 12th well the tw the 12 is the earliest you will get that her reasoning to her decision at the earliest so so she might just wait for it to give her decision when she's going to give her reasoning to exactly what day is the 12th, man? It's Wednesday next week. Oh, my God. I, I can't take that. I'm, I'm <laughs> so tired of It's this so... Stuff, but guess what? With slow-mo, the one thing I will say is I am so tired of it, and everybody in the chat is tired of it, and the gaming world at large is almost tired. You know what, slow-mo? There have been 100,000 subscribe channels that literally happened off of this off of this one topic congrats over to the them. last two years congrats, congrats to them, to them. Being able to talk about the same things for a year and a half it's I can't. especially it's, yep excuse me especially you know uh, a lot of people know him shout out to dustin he did a video yesterday talking about it and um he's one of those people that's been oh, excuse me good god that's been covering uh, this since the beginning, and he passed a hundred thousand. So congratulations to him. But um, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff that's kind of uh, popped up on this. We had, you know, Jim Ryan uh, take. Uh, go uh, ahead. Uh, Avis in the chat says the twelfth is the last day granted for FTC paperwork to the judge. So are you certain that's the the day the judge is supposed to do their decision? Oh, maybe that's what it is. Okay, so the twelfth the last day for the paperwork to get turned into the judge, but she. Okay, so yeah, that might have been what it was. I know the twelfth was one of those things. Okay, so that's probably what it is then. But I swear I thought that was the day that she could. You wouldn't know her findings on it until the twelfth. No, she could have. She could have delivered her. Well, I mean, she well, she could deliver it. She could deliver it this point. week because Microsoft yeah. technically. If she would have delivered it privately this week, you could have got an Xbox wire this week saying welcoming ABK to the Xbox family in an Xbox wire. And then you wouldn't have, and then that kind of would have gave you more of a sneak peek of what the judge must have approved the, um, or denied it or whatever, mm. you know, for that, the, for them to be able to do that. That's what a lot of people were hoping for. They were hoping that, hey, let's hope that Microsoft comes out and says something, but it really well, doesn't mean let anything. Me, let me say this real quick. I think whether it gets, we, we, we all know basically that it, like this, this judge's decision basically is going to either kill the deal or may or allow it to, to push through because they're ready to close. Uh, Activision is not going to re renegotiate the deal. It's either if the injunction gets put in place, it's probably a wrap. It's definitely a wrap. If it doesn't, then it's going to go through, and then they're going to try to, like, a year or two now, the FTC will be taking them to court to try to stop them. If it's, at that point, it's already – they're going to close. They're going to deal with the CMA on their own and or find some different way to, to uh, either make it so that the CMA isn't an issue um, going forward. But essentially, this thing's about to be over. But oh yeah, yeah. I think it's be over. there's a lot of people that have like they feel like if it goes through, then the government and their, all the regulators are allowing Microsoft to take over the video game industry. There are people um, through acquisitions that is. Um, there are people who feel like if it doesn't go through, 
it, it basically is uh killing any opportunity for Microsoft to acquire anyone of 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 a certain amount of size. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you try, if they want, if they say if it doesn't go through, they want to go after EA. Like, what? Don't even waste your time. The FTC, you're gonna go through the same process where both the FTC and CMA are gonna tell you no, kind of deal. I kind of feel like, and and this is just me, but I feel like no matter what happens, they aren't going to attempt a publisher of this size ever again. Oh, I think this is it because all that they are going through right now. Okay, let's say let's say they get it right. They say they they got ABK, and so now you've got like thirty plus studios total, and you're now uh, in third place in total in gaming behind Sony and Tencent. And after everything you went through, you went you go and try to acquire Take Two. Oh, you that, that, that's not yeah. Like like it's just like it's a it's an instant no because now. The, the whole argument of you trying to create a monopoly that becomes actually real. You know, now, now there's some real antitrust issues that you could kind of bring up. Um, but let's flip on the other side. Let's say they don't get it. And so people think, oh, they're going to go scorched earth on everything. No, they're not. It's going to be the same situation they had before. If they try to go scorched earth and buy everyone, it's just going to end up with a lot of that stuff getting denied. I think going forward, just in here, just in my opinion, I think the they may acquire a smaller publisher, like smaller than Zenimax Media, small, or just like your your typical double A developers that they, they want to help become triple A, or like at the most like a big independent developer, like a, a CD Projekt Red, or you know something like that. But I don't think they're going. They're, they're, they will ever go after again. Anyone in the EA take two kind of category. Like I think that's a that's that's done. That's done. Whether they get it or not, I think that's over. What, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? No, I was gonna say I think this is their. If you were gonna take one shot, this was the one shot for something that big. Mostly due to the fact that once the um, once the Bethesda stuff came through, everybody was floored. I remember waking up and bells was ringing and everything happened the day Bethesda's news came down that they were uh, acquiring um, Zenimax Media. When that happened, I was like, wow, okay, $7 billion. <laughs> How did this happen? And it took a while. We thought we would never, and they remember the conversations about, well, if they're willing to spend $7 billion on this, you know, what about take two? What about Activision? And remember, and this was literally the conversations people were having right after that happened. And we were all like, well, most people were like, I don't know, man, that's, that's too much. You know, you know how much the market cap for companies like that is, you think they're going to pay like 60, 70, 80 billion dollars for something like Activision, you know, God, uh, what they say, uh, Grand Theft Auto by itself. How much you going to pay for just getting Grand Theft Auto on your system and being exclusive and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and that and was something a- that I thought was very interesting. Uh, the case is uh, the uh, email 
so the email chain between Jim Ryan and, and another guy, Sony. Yeah. Um, that, you know, where Jim Ryan, this is like back in January, 2022, where he admitted that, you know, this really wasn't going to hurt them. Yeah. Um, I think it was either the other guy that he was emailing's response, but one of them talked about how if they really wanted to get Call of Duty, they could have paid five billion and got Call of Duty exclusive or for a certain period of time or something like that, um, which I thought was uh, was interesting. You know, it's interesting seeing the numbers on things because um, I because I, I I recall conversations where we some people have speculated how much it would cost to make a move like that. Um, we saw other information that was, I thought was pretty interesting as well with like uh, the price of The Last of Us Part 2 and Horizon Forbidden West, I believe. Was it Forbidden West or Zero? One of the Horizon games where uh, both of them were, were north of $220 million, which that didn't shock me at all, honestly. I saw other people seem to be shocked by that. But no, that, yeah. That's been, that's been the state of AAA games for a few years now, and that's if you're going to make a triple A game and you want it to be a certain level of quality, that's how much money is going to cost you to do that. And now having a, a triple A game, that's like 115 million is like, all right. You know, it's like, it's like you, I, I take it. You're not really serious about this. Like almost like, like you're, you're just like, you, you, do you, do you want it to, to, to sell well or what, you know, <laughs> because, uh, you know, other games that that are are critically acclaimed and doing really well in the AAA team are, are spending more than that. So it's can you can you imagine spending two hundred and twenty million dollars on Last of Us Part Two to be made, and your story leaks out? Yeah, I can I can imagine it, and it happens, and then you, the game sells, and you make all your money back. And you still make all your <laughs> money back. <laughs> I, I would say, can you imagine making a a game like uh, Forspoken for a hundred and twenty some million dollars, and you don't make any money? And you don't make your money back. You don't make your money back. <laughs> well, yeah. Square Enix is used to that, though. Yeah, they I wonder if Final Fantasy would make all this money back. I think it already has. Probably it's one of the few franchises they have that mm, they. You mean sixteen? Yeah. Well, sixteen, but we know they it sold three million copies in a week but yeah. a lot of the sales this is mostly we don't know what digital is looking like um but most of the the sales seems to be at least on the physical side to be half of what final fantasy 7 remake and final fantasy 15 did oh so, man you buy final fantasy 5 15 that's bad yeah but then <laughs> you know people Here's the thing about like game sales, they're not always indicative of the quality of the title, right? No, not at all. It's 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 almost based on hype. just hype the, and behavior of people and what's going on at that time. Because yeah, I had yeah. games that sold really, really well because there was nothing else to buy. <laughs> yeah, and so you look at Final Fantasy 15, and that game was just a, a major disappointment all around, but it sold well. But did. you don't know if the person that a large percentage of the people who bought the game were satisfied with the game that they bought. You know, oh. if they thought if they thought they bought the game and they thought it was absolute garbage. That's still a sale. It's still it's still, you know, and, and that that sale is no different. It's, it's still a number. 
it's no I got one for you, slow mode, that you appreciate. Like five thousand hours in the game and loved it. You know, it's the same. But but I got one for you that you appreciate. Destiny one. I D, I, I see D, your D, Destiny one. D one sold over twenty million copies. I In think the, a better example. Actually, it was I more than a, twenty million. I think a better example is Watch Dogs one. Oh Lord. <laughs> Because Watch Dogs won so so well, they Ubisoft immediately approved of a sequel. But the game was a major disappointment because of how what they their initial showing of the game didn't match what the final product was. So when the sequel comes out and they make a sequel that improves upon the first game and in a lot of different ways, and it does and it ends up not selling as well selling as well as Watch Dogs One did, because you know, people didn't see that you improved everything. People didn't see that you had a, a protagonist that wasn't a bland dude with, with a bland white dude with a with a a mask over his face. People, yeah. you know, didn't see all the improvements that you made based off of consumer feedback. They didn't see none of that stuff. All they saw was Watch Dogs Two. Remember the, the disappointment of Watch Dogs One. Didn't buy it. Division One initially like so with fastest selling ubisoft game they immediately approved of a division two immediately division two doesn't sell as well as division one even though division one eventually came out with all this great innovative content the reason why we even have extraction shooters right now is is because because of the division one and (laughs) they completely went left field with division two didn't put a lot of the innovative stuff that was in division one in it game didn't sell as well because a lot of people remembered quitting the division one when it was broken and buggy and, and, and imbalanced, you know, it's just the game sales don't always tell the whole story. That's what I mean. Nah, yeah, you, you're right. And so Finishing out this uh, this comments this uh topic, what is the most? What do you think was the most important thing that happened during this <laughs> during this hearing over the lat over the you know three days of the hearing? What for like just in general, and then what do you think was the most impactful thing for you in general? Other than most it's o- almost thing, over, I don't I don't know what's the most. It depends. There's so much tea that so got much. spilled, and for us, it's very much like, "Ooh, look what he, look what so and so said." But now we're really starting to see behind the closed doors, and it's like this is open for everyone to see. Most importantly, their their competitors. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think most important is something that we won't know for certain until like a year or two from now when different strategies are deployed based upon the information that was revealed from from both parties both sony and and playstation uh most interesting to me i thought was the pete hines emails oh man <laughs> that was probably the most interesting to me because it kind of highlighted two things I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it's the greatest lie. It's like the greatest. It starts the sentence. I'm confused. 
It highlighted two things for me. <laughs> Pete absolutely was not on the same page as everybody else. No, he was far from the same page. He was on another planet, bro. Yo, <laughs> not at all, man. And, and 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 he did the whole thing, you know, like you you send a you send a real like almost unprofessional email to a bunch of your people. And then to the person you need to direct this to, you send a far more professional email to them. Um, but uh, the other thing that it highlighted to me was that the we got to see the miscommunication between that that Phil Spencer brought up um, in regards to say like say Rayfo and uh, we got to see a lot of that through the, those emails because I thought that all, Pete had a very good point in regards to Todd Howard and how Todd Howard was supposed to handle this information. So for those who don't understand the context, P. Hines works for Zenimax Media. Zenimax Media gets acquired. All their games are exclusive to Xbox and PC. No longer going to be on PlayStation. Microsoft then acquires sometime later Activision Blizzard King. Phil Spencer comes out publicly and says Call of Duty will remain multi-plat. And then that's where Pete's like, huh? But our games are exclusive. And I know a lot of people's arguments is, that's Call of Duty. When have you made a game that, that's on the level of Call of Duty? You haven't, so shut up. Which, in some cases, kind of, kind of valid. But the other half of it is, you got to think about communication. And he is a executive of a publisher that you now own. And you are used to kind of communicating among the people, uh, among main Xbox leadership, the things they need to know. But now you got these other people who are in leadership roles themselves, not just leaders for a developer, but for a publisher that's maintaining eight studios. So if you're going to go do things differently, at the very least, not saying that Pete needed to be in the room to make help when they made the decision or anything, or that he gets a say on the decision, but Pete needs to know what the, what the word is. Like, what's the new... What, what am I supposed to say? Because he brought up a very good point about Todd Howard. Todd Howard's about to go to Dice. He's going to have reporters all in his face asking him all kinds of questions about stuff that he he knows nothing about. What is he supposed to say to them? Like this, like basically, Pete was like, "You gotta communicate with us, so we so we can all be on the same page." And I understand that. Um, I understand that completely. Hmm. I definitely understand that. It's it. It was just funny that. Yeah, I I want to say that was probably <laughs> the most impactful thing, and not not probably just to the case in general, just to the fact that, wow. He Hines is like really in his feelings about that. He and, and he and the first thing he, and the last thing he said, he was like, "You do realize that, you know, Todd is going to be here. He's going to be there. Y'all don't even think that he's going to be having to answer all these questions about this." He said, "Y'all just basically taking that man and throwing him to the woodshed." Yeah, and and then there's a look, look, Arrivus is just saying that's why Pete ain't the marketing guy anymore. Arrivus, you don't know that. You don't know. You don't know if Pete decided he didn't want to do that anymore you don't know if someone left and they need to fill a role and he decided to fill that role right we don't we don't know phil spencer's response to his email 
We don't know what Phil said. Hey, you know what, Pete? You're absolutely right. I apologize. Right. We're going to get better at this, even though they didn't really get better at, the, at the, you know, the communication, but whatever. But we don't know or, or whether Phil told Pete, uh, you didn't know because you didn't need to know. Get out and lay down, mind your business. Like, we don't, we don't know what the response was. So, we, so assuming that Pete doesn't have the role he had before because he actually dared to ask questions. Uh, I mean, like, that's that's just an assumption, bro. So, Nope, I agree. So, Slomo, with that being said, Great, Amer- great American episode. Great American. <laughs> America. America. <laughs> over the free, over the break. You know what I was doing yesterday? No, no lie. For some reason, I was watching YouTube videos uh, on my phone because I had no power at home. So I was like looking at my phone and I was like looking at. I went down um, the rabbit hole. No, the whole thing with the. It made. No, God rest in peace. The 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 five individuals that passed away on the uh, Titan submarine. But um, when I was watching that and was looking at that, it started recommending a whole bunch of stuff about Titanic Ooh, to me. Real quick, something just popped in my head. Another thing I What's found up? interesting. Um, you didn't tell, you didn't tell me what you found interesting about. Oh, I'll tell I, you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Another thing I found interesting that piece. The Call of Duty, there are more PC gamers playing Call of Duty than play the console gamers. Yeah, yeah, actually, combined. Yeah, because if you combine yeah. PlayStation and Xbox, PC gamers are still bigger. And then the, the mobile game is just like it's COD Mobile is uh is 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 huge. It's it's huge. It, it's fit like fifty percent of 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 the the revenue they're they're generating for COD. So like it, it just kind of goes like even though this whole the whole hearing seemed to be about Sony, it just kind of goes to show that like honestly, uh, Jim was right initially. This ain't going. Whether they, if they, even if they made it exclusive, this really wasn't going to hurt them like that. No, it's but not, you're, they're not, you're not losing it. And this is not going to hurt you, frankly. I mean, it's just not. And, and I, I also just thought it was just kind of funny because uh, I've seen so many over the, 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 over a year of PlayStation gamers acting like they, like Call of Duty couldn't survive without them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wrong. Bro. It can't survive. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I find it real interesting about the. Think about this: PlayStation, well, consoles is third place when it comes to how popular the platform is for Call of Duty, behind mobile and PC. Mobile's first, of course. Yeah. But then when you hear the numbers of how much money. Call of Duty generates for PlayStation yearly. What was that number? Wasn't it like twelve to fourteen billion dollars annually? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Think about that. They get they generate twelve to fourteen billion dollars annually on one platform, and it's part of a subsection of platforms that's the third worst in player population. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even a whole part of that population. It's like yeah. it's a subsection 
of the third part of it. So what is the first and the second part making, slow-mo? Ooh, ooh, oh, you know what? Remember how this year wasn't supposed to be a Call of Duty? Yes. And remember how, like, uh, it was officially broken by Tom Henderson, and then Jason Schreier was like, nah, no one can have a scoop over, <coughs> scoop over me. Nah, there's no, there's still going to be a holiday day. And then later on, he was like, okay, maybe it was right. Um, it's going to be NW3. No, 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 no. They're still doing a Call of Duty this year. They changed yeah. Because it. it was supposed to be just like a little, little like expansion onto Modern Warfare 2. But mm-hmm. they changed it to Modern Warfare 3. To Modern Warfare 3. And now we know the end of the of of the COD portion of the Activision Sony marketing deal is this year. This year, before we were told it was le- it was next year. Yeah, this is that's and that's this is the end of the year. This is just my speculation. I don't know for a fact, but I feel like Activision made the decision. If we try to get acquired out here, let's get this over with. Let's take this expansion. Yeah, we was going to skip a year for the first time in a long time, but now we ain't going to do that because we can get out of this deal as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And so they was like, "Let's just go ahead and 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 make this an official Call of Duty game." Not that they were going to not have a PlayStation version, but they'd be out of the marketing deal, which frankly benefits Microsoft and Activision tremendously because you look at the details of that marketing deal, we know that Activision been basically throwing their weight around on Sony and Microsoft for a minute. Um, the, the split, like the normal split on a sold game is 70% for the publisher developer, 30% for the platform. And they got 80-20 out of Xbox and I think I think Sony has got something like eighty five fifteen or eighty twenty as well. It's definitely they're definitely giving up more than they would give to anyone else. And so, like you can kind of just reset all those things and just get into your own like make new deals. Uh, they probably couldn't do any, they probably would have to go as parody as possible. Right. But you know, due to like all the regulators and stuff after the fact, but I just thought it was interesting, like how it, it, it went from definitely the deal's not up into 2024 to the deal's going to be up now in 2013. I was just, I said 2013, sorry, 2023. So I, I just kind of wonder if that, that was a, a decision that they, they, uh, they worked on to try to get out of whatever deal they had going on. You still there, man? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. I said they definitely trying to, um, that's a, that's such a good point. They said we were trying to get away from that, but <laughs> let's get it over with. Yeah. Oh, all right, man. I had to cough. That was all good. Yeah. It's time to, it's time to wrap it up, bro. Yeah, before I lose my voice. So I got got a PC to build, and I got you got a PC to build. No, you don't. I got I got a PC to build. I got dishes to wash. I got I got to do a whole bunch of stuff, man. Let's go. Well, with that being said, slow mo. Really appreciate you. Really appreciate everybody in the chat too. Thanks for coming through. Shout out to the over fifty five people we had here. Um, all the love and support. You guys are great. We all uh really appreciate all the love and support you guys bring to the channel. Um. 
slow-mo uh, go ahead and pull up your thing for your channel members and while you're doing that please let everybody know where they can find you and what you got going on on your channel um you can find me on my channel slow-mo backslap i will probably uh, i'm uh, i'm fairly certain i'm going live tomorrow with uh yeah i'm going live tomorrow with lunchtime with slow-mo might go live on saturday as well since uh won't have the kids uh around to uh to bother me feels good um, uh so what, what was where is the channel members under earn no 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 memberships i got it all right um so uh again as always we, we do thank you guys for for uh being members on the on the channels we appreciate you guys and and everything that you do in supporting us um sh shout out to donnell brown Rathadio, dexflex 27 dragonheart yobi enrique hargi shinichu serum erodimus ramon terrell homie one kenobi forte corey hill a sarah a sarah and that guy Smitty. Yeah, and uh, really appreciate you guys and the love support you bring to the channel. And for myself over here, we got Donnell Brown, Erodimus, Deathflex27, Dragonheart Yobi. And also, shout out to Dragonheart Yobi renewing his membership. Part of the 10 percenters, really appreciate you for doing that earlier today too, bro. Um, we also got Stardust Cicero, Ramon Terrell, Hargi Chini, Brat, Basement Radio, Arcade Podcast, Corey Hale, Sloma Backslap, DJ Oris and that guy Smitty. Really appreciate you guys in the support. Um, a couple things. I I don't even know when I'm gonna get something up on the channel. I gotta keep my voice back first. Um, after we're done with all that, then we should be back running uh smoothly. Uh I may be streaming tomorrow after I get off work. I might stream some Final Battlefield. Fantasy. Oh, yeah, we're gonna stream Battlefield. So you yes. You already forgot. You already forgot. This is what I'm talking about. I did. No, I did see what I do with, right? I did. I did. Already so forgot. tomorrow night I get off after I get off work, I will hit up slow-mo. We're going to stream some battlefield because we got to get this man in there. So he doesn't delete it off his system because it's a great game and he should want to play it. Um, so check us out there. We'll actually stream it on the DPS channel. Well, I'll stream on, he's going to probably stream on his channel. I'll stream it on the DPS channel. If, if I, uh, if I do lunchtime with slow-mo tomorrow, I'm probably not going to stream it on my channel. So then I, I'll do DPS channel. You can do your own channel if you want. It doesn't matter. Whatever we'll we do, it. we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure that out. Battlefield tomorrow, so come through. Yes, yeah. Battlefield. Yes. Um, but with that being said, guys, we will see you guys um over the course of the next week. That's episode one thirty nine, and we really appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>